Hello, this is Kenya Koviak and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. So today, I am in Marysville, I have been in Port Huron, I have been in Fort Gratiot, I have been all up and down this area of the thumb, and you know what I've seen everywhere? Other than water and ships, I have seen a lot of dandelions. So, I really love dandelions. They're one of the first foraging foods, one of them, for, you know, bees. Not just honeybees, which are not native to here, but also in, you know, indigenous bees or native bees like green bees, sweat bees, uh, bumblebees, other, there's like so many bees. There's mason bees. There's so many bees that are native to here that are not bumblebees. So when I see them, it makes me smile. It makes me happy. It really does. And you know what else is good with dandelions? Dandelion jelly or jam, depending on what you call it. That's really good too. So take out, oh, you can make wine too, but we're not going to do that today. So take out your big book of stuff and go to the recipe section. And we're going to talk about making dandelion jelly or jam, depending on how jelly is, how, how jiggly it is. Now the first thing you want to do is make sure you have the right flower and even though it's early in the year a little bit early before you know cat ears begin to pop up you want to make sure you actually have a dandelion and one of the ways to make sure of that other than that yellow head is actually to look for the leaves to be like little teeth okay that's where the Latin name comes from about the dandelion I'm gonna let you look that up and see what I mean by that because this is a fun thing you and I can do together, you know, and I, I love learning new things with my friends, and we're friends, okay? Right? Maybe? Sort of? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go with yes for right now. All right, so, and once you've identified the dandelions, you secondly would like to make sure that they're relatively clean. So, you know, kind of look at it, inspect it, make sure it's not covered in anything, uh, if you can, make sure you get it from somewhere that's not been treated with pesticides or chemicals. Uh, preferably, if you know a good field that's like a farm area that does not use um, pesticides yet, that would be good. Or maybe uh, public parks, you know, things like that. That would be a great time to take note of your surroundings because by taking note of your surroundings, you know where to start looking for things when different parts of the year come around. And once that part's done, when you pick your dandelions, don't pick every dandelion because you want to leave food for the people and for the persons um, of busy nature, the bees, um, to be able to get their food. So maybe take one out of every three in an area. Don't be greedy. Trust me, in Michigan, there's plenty of dandelions to go around usually. So maybe one out of every three and get yourself a big grocery bag full of the dandelion heads. Don't worry about getting the leaves unless you're going to make something with the leaves and the roots as well. But at this point, since we're just making a jam, just, you know, pluck the stem. Don't worry. It'll grow back. It's fine. Okay? Get yourself a grocery bag full and let's get to the next part. So at this point, you want to make sure you wash your dandelions, clean them up, 
uh, soak them in some nice cool water. But here's the thing. Oh, you can tell what part of the country I come from. I said water. Here's the thing. When you soak them, one of the reasons you're doing it is not just to clean off dust and other things. You also may find you have hitchhikers in the forms of ants or other little, you know, little critters. So that's another reason why you rinse them and wash them and soak them to get rid of those uh, passengers, those hitchhikers. And you can just pour them back onto the grass outside or, you know, into a bucket and then just get rid of it. Please don't pour them down the drain. Give them a chance to live too. They're having a good time. Everything gets a chance, right? Okay, so once you do that, rinse them again. Trust me, rinse them again. Um, there's a lot of different recipes you can find online and in books on how to make dandelion jam or jelly. I don't need to give you an exact recipe. You can find them on your own. If you really want one in the Shire, I could probably, you know, find a, a preferred one and put it in there. But they're everywhere, so I'm going to give you a general gist of how to do this. Okay? Alright, let's go to our next step. So now that we've got them all cleaned up, you want to have some sugar nearby. It's up to you what kind of sugar you use. Some people are going to use the white sugar, some people are going to use vegan sugar, other people are going to use sugar that in the raw or brown sugar, light or dark. I've even known that people will also use beet sugar. It really comes down to what is what you're into, but either way it goes. Your general measurement is usually about even water to sugar ratio once you finish with this next portion. And the next portion is boiling those dandelions. So put in enough water to cover them about, uh, about maybe a finger, a finger's uh, depth, and then boil them for a really long time. And you don't want on a roiling boil, you know, just on a soft boil for about, I want to say, until it turns really, really, really yellow. Uh, it could be anywhere from five minutes to ten minutes, depending on how many dandelions you have. So give it plenty of time, make sure it's thorough, and you know, co really commit to this because depending on how many dandelions you have, it can take a really long line, long time for the water to get up to speed. Now one thing you don't want to forget is that part of this recipe is to add the zest of maybe two big lemons and possibly one orange to give it some flavor burst. So it's up to you if you add it, but really you're going to need you know a little bit of a lemon anyway because you have to put lemon juice in there. You want the lemon juice to let it have a little bit more acid. Now you could go the other route and use pectin. Alright, and there's liquid pectin and powdered pectin, and there's schools of thought on the best way to use uh, pectin as far as when it comes to natural materials that are not fruit. So I'll let you look into that. But again, either way, adding the zest of the lemons and the orange is just going to make it have just that much more pop. Okay? That's just a side note. you're done with all that and it's been boiling for a while take it off and let it come down to room temperature on its own you could put it in the fridge but there's really no need 
just, you know, have some patience. Patience is a good thing. Give it some time. Once it's cooled off, now it's time to integrate the sugar. Mix it all in and heat it back up for a little bit. Because you want that sugar and that water to mix together. Now listen, here's where it gets a little weird. Because they're going to tell you to strain the dandelion heads out and add more water if you have to, to bring it up to three to three and a half cups. And they're going to ask you to put in some yellow food coloring. You do not have to do that. You can leave them on, but it's up to you. But mix it all together. And the next thing you're going to do, that's my husband in the background. He's been fishing. So if you hear um, fishing equipment being moved, that's why. But um, you're going to put it all back together. And then you're going to pour it hot into some sterilized jars. And then you're going to cap it off and let it set until it gets a little bit cooler so you can touch them. Now, if you're going to put this in a regular canning method, you're not going to let it just sit for, you know, and use it in the next couple of weeks or a couple of days, really. And you want to be safe on the canning methods. Do not just flip them upside down and hope that it will seal. What you can do is just do regular water bath canning. And you can do that for 60 minutes, which is really over like a really super long amount of time. You don't have to do that, but you want to be super safe. You can, again, all these directions, depending on how big your jars are, depending on how long you have to can it, are available on recipes online or in books. You don't have to get it from me. And there you go. That's easy jelly and jam. So I guess that really covers what we were going to talk about as far as making that jelly and jam and all that great stuff. Something else you can do is make wine out of it. I'm not going to cover that in this episode. I'm sure you'll have fun. But you may have noticed doing all this that it really makes a really good dye. So that's something else you can do. Um, I really love sharing these kinds of things with my friends. And something else we're sharing today is it's my husband and I. It's our sixth anniversary. So yay us. So you shared our anniversary with us. Um, he was fishing. I was doing dandelion look gazing. And he caught something called a goby which is a weird little fish, but they're not allowed to throw them back because they're invasive. So he did his part for the environment today. Me, I'm really soft-hearted. I felt sorry for the little fella, but it is what it is. We can't have them hurting our Great Lakes. So, you know, I guess we'll figure out what to do with the goby. It's in the fishing kit, so I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. All right, so that's all we've got for today. I hope to see you again here on my magical cottagecore life. Goodbye.